Hello everyone and welcome to the weekly message here at World Gospel Mission Church. This is October 17th message. Um, as always, let us begin with the meditation of the week from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's text comes from 1 John chapter 1, verse 1 through 4. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was the Father, and was manifested unto us, that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that we, that ye also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father, and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. Let us pray. Lord, we are here in the name of Christ Jesus to hear your word of life. May the Holy Ghost anoint each and everyone hearing your word receive understanding of your word of truth. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Apostle John testified of Jesus in 1 John 1 verse 1. He testified of the word that was with God in the beginning, who became flesh in the name of Jesus and called him to be his disciple. Once again from 1 John 1 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, 
and our hands have handled of the word of life. And also in John chapter 1, verse 14, his testimony of Jesus. And the word was made flesh, and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John was also known as the beloved disciple, who even got to ask questions and listen to the words of Jesus while leaning on his bosom. He made detailed testimony of Jesus as the word of life more than any other disciples. He could see and feel the fullness of grace and truth in Jesus. He knew more about Jesus than any other disciples. The Jews at that time saw Jesus and his works, but they only knew him as the son of Joseph, a carpenter of Nazareth. They only pursued the things of the flesh, so they could not have known that Jesus is God the Creator and that eternal life dwells in him. Because he is no longer in the world in the flesh, we cannot see him with our eyes, and we can no longer hear what he says, and we cannot touch him either. No one can live with him like his old disciples did, or hear the words of life directly from him. So then, how can we receive the life that is in him? Jesus spoke of the way to receive the eternal life to those who are spiritually dead because of their ignorance, living in their disobedience and unbelief. He said this in John chapter 5, verse 25, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that hear shall live. Before Jesus died, he told his disciples that it would be good for him to leave them. They could not understand why his departure was good for them. Jesus explained that the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, and Spirit of Truth could not come unless he departed them. His testimony in John 16, verse 12 through 15. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I, that he shall take of mine, and shall show it unto you. Jesus foretold, foretold that when the Holy Ghost comes, the Law of Moses, the Prophets, and the Psalms, which were written through the anointing of the Holy Spirit, as well as the words of God written in the New Testament through the Apostles, would take the place of his words. Apostle Paul testified all 
of all the scriptures in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. All scripture is written, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Just like how Apostle John got to touch, see, and hear Jesus personally, the only way in this age to see Jesus, who gives eternal life, is to dive deeply into the written word of God. Even back in Jesus' day, he had given the Jews the word of life countless times, but they could not receive eternal life because they did not listen to him closely or searched into his words. In the Old Testament times, the Lord God had not spoken his words unto the Jews for 400 years since prophet Malachi, because they did not repent from idolatry and serving the Gentile nations. However, God comforted them through the prophet Isaiah, knowing himself of double the amount of chastening against them. Then by the prophecy of Isaiah, the appearance of light of life, Jesus Christ, was prophesied appearing in the land of Israel. Isaiah 9 verse 2 The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. Jesus also testified that the t prophecy of Isaiah was fulfilled through him. In Matthew 4, verse 15 and 16, he said this, The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtalim, by the way of the sea beyond Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people which sat in the darkness saw a great light, and to them, which sat in the region and shadow of death, light is sprung up. However, most of them rejected the kingdom of heaven that had arrived upon them. Instead, they unified with the servants of Satan, denied the words of life, and killed their king, Jesus Christ. For the past 2,000 years, the gospel of Christ which is grace of God given to whosoever believes in the Lord Jesus Christ, whether they are Jews or Gentiles, has been testified through Apostle Paul. Soon, God will appear in the heavenly clouds in the air to take his saved children home in heaven by calling each of them by their names. Apostle Paul testified of this in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 16 through 18. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first, then we, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. 
Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. However, with the rapture, the age of grace shall come to an end. And the Jews and Gentiles who do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and also the unregenerate churches of God shall experience great suffering when the day of the Lord comes, as they undergo trials of the great tribulation ruled by the Antichrist. The prophet Zechariah prophesied of what would happen in the day of the Lord, the day of judgment. Zechariah 14 verse 1 through 4 Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of the, the midst of thee. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations as when he fought in the day of battle. And his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west. And there shall be a great valley, and half of the mountain shall remove toward the north, and half of it toward the south. God will open the gates of heaven and destroy the armies of all nations who have united with the Antichrist. The second coming of Lord Jesus Christ will destroy them all and will establish his millennial kingdom here on earth. Zechariah 14 verse 9 through 14 And the Lord shall be king over all the earth. In that day, shall there be one Lord, and his name one. All the land shall be turned as a plain from Geba to Rimmon, south of Jerusalem, and it shall be lifted up and inhabited in her place, from Benjamin's gate unto the place of the first gate, unto the corner gate, and from the tower of Hananiel unto the king's winepresses. And men shall dwell in it, and there shall be no more utter destruction. But Jerusalem shall be safely inhabited, and this shall be the plague wherewith the Lord will smite all the people that have fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet, and their eyes shall consume away in their holes, and their tongue shall consume away in their mouth. And it shall come to pass in that day, that a great tumult from the Lord shall be among them, and they shall lay hold every one on the hand of his neighbor, and his hand shall rise up against the hand of his neighbor. And Judah also shall fight at Jerusalem, and the wealth of all the heathen round about shall be gathered together, gold and silver and apparel in great abundance. Just as we mentioned earlier, Jesus will return soon. 
he will come for his church first, the chaste bride of Christ, before he allows the great tribulation to start on earth. He will then return on his second coming with the church to, to destroy the unbelieving world. He will then set up and rule his millennial kingdom here on earth. He invites everyone to escape the coming wrath and be with God the Father. Admit you're a sinner for not believing in the blood shed by Jesus. Repent and believe in this gospel, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and rose again the third day according to the scriptures. You must repent and believe the gospel with all your heart. Pray for wisdom and understanding of the Holy Bible and let Jesus lead you in truth and spirit. Jesus is waiting for you even today. The day of salvation is now and today. God bless and have a wonderful week.